Thanks for tuning in. I am Zach, and this is Podcast Junkie, a weekly bite-sized show to get you to look into a new podcast each week. If you're looking to help further Podcast Junkie and support indie podcasts as a whole, don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcast junkie, or join our Discord community. The link to that is available at castjunkie.com, where we have a full line of support indie podcast merch. Profits from the Patreon and merch sold all go back to support other people's podcast indie endeavors. That's right. You guys purchase. I give money to other people. All right. Let's get into this week's podcast. This week, we're here to discuss a true crime podcast with a twist. Coming to us from the Settle Inn in Sterling, UK, which was open for your drinking pleasure in 1733, hosted by Bob and Nadine, this week's review is Twisted Britain. At the time of this recording, they're just celebrating their 27th episode, which equates out to their one-year podcasting anniversary. So congrats again, you two. Getting back on track with the review, every other week, Bob and Nadine meet up where they struck up a friendship over trivia, podcasts, and morbid topics. Twisted Britain is different from other true crime shows I listen to as each episode Bob and Nadine alternate between episodes on who's going to tell a short story and who will cover a large one. Though they change lengths each week on who goes first, they always decide it by coin flip, if Bob remembers to bring one. The thing I love about listening to Twisted Britain is that it honestly has a friendly vibe to which leaves you feeling like you are there at the next bar still over listening to these two friends swap horror stories. Adding to that awesome feeling is the fact that Bob and Nadine, not always anymore you cheater, research crimes exclusively from the UK. I'm looking at you Nadine, getting them done for you. That's cheating. Now you may be thinking to yourself, other podcasts touch on true crime in the UK, and you are correct, but those guys and ladies usually focus on more popular cases and don't touch on the less known and frequently overlooked cases or the more hometown murders or weird happenings. This is one of the reasons I originally started listening to Twisted Britain was because so many of my US-based podcasts were repeating or overlapping on the same events and the same killers and the same happenings. So I think it's time to go grab a pint. Let's take a quick listen to Twisted Britain. The Mounties. The Mounties, indeed. This is one of the reasons why when I was reading this, I was like, oh, cool, I get to talk about the Mounties. The Mounties. But sadly, the only thing they take part in this was they managed to um, confirm his true identity and they supplied Scotland Yard a photo of him from when he was in jail in Canada. Mm-hmm. Around about the same time, a hotel owner had come forward to say that there was a guest who had checked in on the day of the shooting and hadn't been out of his room since. Uh, so I guess they must have put out like a kind of statement saying they were looking for somebody. Yeah, somebody suspicious. And uh, this uh, hotel owner came forward and said, well, there's a guy that's checked in here under the name Paul Cammy, uh, and he's not been out of the room ever since. Which is odd. So the police went round and they showed the photo of uh, Gunther to the hotel owner and he said, well, that's Paul Cammy. He's in room 15. So the police went up to the room, and after knocking, they heard uh, some noises in the room. Now, one of the things I read said they'd heard a click in the room, oh. which they assumed... Like loading a gun? ...was the cocking of a pistol <clears> or something, but uh, one of the other reports had said it might have been just the key in the door. Oh, like shit, lock the door. Yeah. Um, either way, they kind of went, right, fuck this. Yeah. And they charged the door and knocked the door in and had a scuffle with uh, Gunther, who was knocked to the ground... 
and arrested and taken to the police station. However, while at the police station, he began fainting and was taken under guard to St. Stephen's Hospital. They also found the pistol that had been used to kill uh, the police officer uh, in the hotel, uh, in his room. Mm-hmm. So he was obviously, he was taken to the hospital, but when he kind of came back round and regained consciousness and everything, they, they took him to trial. And at the very start of his trial, his defence counsel stands up and, I quote, they said, Arise at the very outset of this case, because this case is not a usual case at all. It has one very, very unusual feature. I stand here today, my learned friend by my side, uh, Padola's solicitor in front of me, <laughs> solicitor in front of me, and the three of us have no idea what his defence is at all. <laughs> we have no idea whether he wishes to say the witnesses for the prosecution are mistaken, inaccurate or lying. No idea whether he wishes to say the gun was discharged ac- ac- accidentally. <laughs> we have no idea whether he wishes to say he was provoked. We have no information about his past. This is because he has been unable to give us any instructions. Unable to tell us because he has lost his memory. Oh, no. That's such a shit defence. <laughs> and the consequences, members of the jury, of losing his memory are that he's unable to defend himself. So oh, apparently- that's a pretty baller move <laughs> to get up and be like, make him look like a fool and then, oh, twist. Actually, he can't remember. Fuck you. So apparently what he was saying was that during the scuffle... That they hit his head or something. That he received a blow to the head and he'd lost his entire memory. That's him. everything. Padola himself stood up and said, I do not remember the crime for which I stand accused. I am unable to answer the charges. And this was pretty much the only defence that they presented in trial was, (laughs) I don't know if I did it. (laughs) Which which I love. Um... So they, they called several doctors to the stand to make statements, four of which said he did have some form of amnesia, and two that just said, well, he's outright faking it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with him at all. They managed to prove that the bullet that was t- that was, uh, that was used, to, the bullet that was used to kill him, sorry, the bullet that was taken from the, the police officer yeah. was definitely from the gun that was found in the hotel, and D.S. Sanford testified as a witness to the crime. Well, yeah, yeah. So I think he testified as a witness to the crime of the phone call. Right. And that this was definitely the guy that ran away. Right. Because I don't think he would have seen the actual shot fired. No, because he'd gone to get the car. Exactly. So he testified, this is the guy that I left with at, at the scene and when I came back. He wasn't there and he was dead. Now, after listening to that, I know I don't need to remind you, but yes, they are recording live inside of a pub while they're open so others are drinking. There are episodes where the background can get a little lively, but that's to be expected. And honestly, over the past year, Bob has done an incredible job making sure that the sound quality and the levels are on point to make sure you feel right at home in the settle in with him and Nadine while they tell us morbid and gruesome stories. So with that, I just want to say, if you guys are looking for an awesome true crime based podcast that's not based in the US that covers some cases you may have or may not have ever heard of before go subscribe to twisted britain thanks for listening and i hope you enjoy listening to twisted britain or any other podcast we've previously covered which can all be found wherever you're listening to podcast junkie you can find us at cast junkie on twitter instagram and facebook so follow us won't you we'll be posting links to this show and all others we cover on them don't forget to subscribe to podcast junkie so that you can get the next episode as soon as it drops and rate and review us to help us get our name out there. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com or on social media, and we'll add it to our list. 
Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting.